you wake up with two choices. There are two types of people. The people that roll out of bed, wondering how the day is going to go, wondering how their co-workers are going to treat them, wondering if they'll have a decent pay week or not. And then there are those of us who get out of bed and start making a list. We start planning on how we will execute on our goals for the day. The latter are the people that own the day. The aforementioned are those whom the day owns. You have two choices when you wake up in the morning. You can own the day or the day can own you. How do you own the day? A day is a collection of moments. That's it. Nothing more. When you come home at the end of the day and you converse with your wife, you converse about the moments of the day. Or you come home and you complain to your husband about the boss who's a little too touchy-feely. Or the mailman who stays around a little too long chatting you up when you wear that one red dress. These are the moments of the day. That's all our day is comprised of. If you must own the day, you must own the moments of the day. On your way to work, you stop at the convenience store. You spill your coffee. You drench your shirt. Do you complain? Do you whine and cry? Now my day's fucked. I'm going to be late. This is my favorite shirt. Or do you own the moment? I've been wanting a new shirt anyways. You know what? I'm a coffee drinker. I'm bound to spill coffee. Thank goodness it was today and not a more important day. And you know what? I can finally go get that new shirt. That's owning the moment. You got a flat tire. You're on the side of the highway. Boo-hoo, fuck me. I'm going to be late for the meeting. This was bound to happen. This car's a piece of shit. Those tires are too expensive. How am I going to afford this? Or, goddamn, you know what? My Beamer needed new tires anyways. I was actually checking out those Goodyear run flats. I bet those ride pretty smooth. Now, I've got an excuse to buy them. It's a positive. That is owning the moment, okay? With your coworkers, man, you're going to have negative feedback. You're going to talk to people who are going to tell you that your project idea was shit. And you can go back to the break room and whine and cry and woe is me. Or you can stop and say to yourself, man, I'm glad I got that feedback from them. I'm glad I got that feedback because that tells me at least one person doesn't like what I'm producing. That means there could be others. I should use this moment and realize that this motherfucker wasn't the slam dunk that I thought it was. Maybe I need to go back to the drawing board and I need to rework this thing. Maybe I should ask them to explain to me why they don't like it. Maybe I should concern myself with their feedback and be a little more humble. But either way, I'm going to own this moment. I'm going to choose not to get upset about it. And I'm going to use it as an opportunity to get better. You're going to argue. You're going to argue with your wife, your husband, your coworker, your boss, the janitor. It's going to happen. We possess hormones. Some of us get poor sleep at nighttime. Some of us are dealing with things that are existential, that we can't help, that affect how we behave towards others. Eventually, two people will clash. There will be an argument. So as you're arguing, do you continue to throw venom and spit poison and be nasty? Or do you own that moment? Do you say, you know what? This confrontation was bound to happen. Me and this guy have been butting heads for quite a while. Let me see if I can use this moment as sales practice. 
Let me see how good I can litigate with this guy. Let me see if I can actually navigate this conversation and turn it to a positive. Maybe I can make this guy my friend. Because in our most emotional moments, we are both the weakest and the strongest. But two of us cannot be both at the same time. One will prevail in the argument. That should be you. You should own the moment. But what about the big moments, Big Luke? What about the big moments? What about the projects? What about the meetings? The regional reviews? What about the visits from the corporate heads? Those moments scare the shit out of me. Well, let me tell you something, friend. If the NBA championship scared Michael Jordan, he wouldn't be a fucking champion. Because without a big moment, you can't have a big win. It's just not possible. There's no NFL champion without a Super Bowl. There's no champion without Wimbledon. It's just not going to happen. You require those big moments to have those big wins. You should look forward to them. You should embrace them. You should, what's the word? You should own them. And stop labeling your days. There's no more Manic Monday. There's no more Hump Day. What are you halfway to? What are you counting down until? Payday? A nominal paycheck? That's a step in the process. It's necessary revenue to continue to work towards your goal. Because you have goals, right? Oh, no. You need to own that too. If you're not trying to figure out your future right now, if there's not a framework that you're using to move forward and put one foot in front of the other, I got nothing for you, man. If you're just waking up and blindly navigating your days, I don't know what you expect to progress to, but stop labeling your days. There's no thirsty Thursday. What are you thirsty for? I need a drink. Why? Because you work so hard. Is that why? Anybody requiring alcohol to numb the pain of their work week, I promise you, does not have the mindset of a champion. That's somebody who's looking to compartmentalize and put away the things they don't like instead of standing up and facing them front and center. So stop labeling your days. You need to tackle today. Live in the moment. Don't forecast your week. Don't sit there on Tuesday afternoon and have nachos with your buddies after work and say, man, we only got two more days till payday, bro. Two more days till payday. Then we can party. We can kick back a little bit. We just got to get through Wednesday and Thursday. Well, that's going to be a real bitch if Friday never comes. Why you would waste a Wednesday and a Thursday Waiting for a Friday is beyond me because every day is an opportunity. Tell that to somebody who's got stage three cancer. Tell that to somebody who's been given 60 days to live. Tell them that you want to skip a couple days with them to get to Friday because you just can't wait for that 850 bucks. Tell that to somebody whose time is limited. The time we have is precious, ladies and gentlemen. And unless you are owning each and every moment, well, I can't help you become successful because you must take accountability. You must remain positive. It's plain and simple. There is no other way, okay? There's going to be devastating moments. 
And believe it or not, average people welcome devastating moments. A funeral, a broken leg, a surgery. Average people welcome these moments. Why, Big Luke? Because it gives them a break. It gives them an excuse. Well, Aunt May died, and as much as I'm devastated that she's gone, secretly, I'm a little excited because I get five days of paid family leave. That is a loser's mindset. You may grieve for Aunt May, but you may still also attack the day. Attack the day in her honor. Do it in whatever way you must to continue taking accountability and owning the moments of your life. Because average people want a break. Average people look for a broken leg so they can concede. Yeah, I gotta lay back, man. Doctor's orders. You know who I'm talking to out there. You are the people that wait for these moments because they give you a moment to relax because you feign a champion's mindset. You feign accountability. You feign the desire to be a champion. You look for these moments so you can relax. But a champion will use those moments as a chance to reflect. A champion will use moments that are not so savory, not so desirable, as a chance to evaluate. How can I operate in a way that keeps this from happening to me? Or how can I operate in a way that I'm prepared for that particular moment? Or furthermore, how can I use this negative as a window of opportunity to improve my situation. Exhibit A, economic downturn. We all fear it. It's happening right now. Mortgage rates are going up. The Fed is raising rates hand over fist. Several quarters now, we have been in a state of recession. The media won't call it that. Why they will not call a spade a spade is beyond me, but that's why we're here for freedom of mind, freedom of money, and freedom of media. But ladies and gentlemen, economic downturn is an opportunity. I want you to, for a moment, put yourself in a room, a room with a banquet table, full of business people feasting, eating, there's noise, there's murmur, there's background music, there's the sound of the waiter's feet dancing across the floor. And then, uh-oh, someone's got a fart. Oh, yeah, I said it. What's the big deal, right? Just going to let a little one out. No one's going to know. But isn't it always the case that in that exact moment, when you just got to do your business, well, it's time for the song to stop. And it just so happens that the laughter at the end of the punchline has worn its way out. The waiter has stopped to check his watch, and the silverware has been placed on the cloth napkin. All simultaneously, the planets align in that one moment to create dead silence. And then all eyes are on you. A minute noise. It could be a swear word. It could be passing gas. It could be an offensive uh, phrase about somebody in the crowd. But doesn't it always seem like everything goes silent in that moment? I say that to say this. That is a moment of downturn. Everything recedes and gets quiet. And you can hear a fucking pin drop. 
So why would you not treat economic downturn the exact same way? I'm talking to you, the business people out there. It's quiet right now. Your competitors are not making noise. They're not spending their advertising dollars. They're not running to the rooftops and shouting about their product. Furthermore, they're not buying up inventory. They're scared. They're retracting. They're behaving in a way that is not that of a champion. Because you know what a champion does right now? A real bad son of a bitch takes the entire bank account and spends it on inventory and advertising. Why? Because in a moment of silence, you can be heard the loudest. Why would we let this moment pass us by? Why would you let this perfect opportunity to be heard stroll away in another year or so until there's a different presidential administration, until the media decides they want things back to normal, and then there you are with the same shit advertising budget, getting the same shit results. When you had a moment, you had an opportunity. And guys, you don't have to own a business. It's the same way, okay? When everybody else is scared, you push forward. When everybody else is afraid of the annual review, is afraid of the regional manager, you use that as an opportunity. Hey, man, listen, I know everybody else here is scared to see your face, but I'm happy to see you, dog. You want to know why? Because I've been working my tail off for this company. Ask about me. Ask my supervisors. Ask my customers. Look at my survey reviews. I am crushing it. And it's high time this company promoted me. And I have to take this moment when I'm face to face with you to make this noise right now so you can hear me because I'm a champion and I use quiet moments to get loud and help progress myself because it's what I do because I find opportunity in everything. Guys, success is hard, plain and simple. You want motivation? I'm happy to give it to you. But what I will not do is I will not look in that lens and lie to your face. I'm not going to tell you that there's a secret formula, man. I'm not going to tell you that there's a certain set of behaviors or a certain path that you can walk that makes it easy. That allows you to just set the cruise control and get to prosperity because it doesn't exist. But there is a subset of you out there who are willing to put in the work. There's a subset of you out there that know that if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. That's why there's not a lot of millionaires. That's why there's not a lot of champions. That's why there's not a lot of Olympic gold medalists. Because if it was easy, everybody would have one. But what I can do is I can guide you. I can give you a framework. I can take common instances that we run into on a daily basis and help you navigate them to improve. Because I promise you, you think back to earlier in this video, those moments, the spilled coffee, the tires, the argument, no one else is approaching those things with a positive mindset. Start doing it. Start seeing every moment as an opportunity. Every single one. Take a moment, reflect. What's actually going on here? How bad is this really? And how can I use it to push forward and benefit? Because if you handle that moment better than your coworker, better than your peer, you don't even have to make it a positive, just the fact that you were able to own it, not get flustered, not lose your cool, and push forward. 
you're already being seen by the competition as better. Plain and simple. Championship teams have brutal practices. Life is no different. You must make your practices brutal. What are your practices? They are your days. Your days build to weeks. Your weeks build to months and then to years. And there are only so many of them. And you don't know when it's over. So I implore you, my listener, use your time wisely. Own your moments. Because when you own your moments, you own your day. And if you really think you've done it, if you really believe that you've got it down and you've owned your day, then have the humility to self-assess. Never end your day patting yourself on the back. You may do it briefly. I encourage you, my friend, to do the following. At the end of your day, reward yourself for one thing that you did well, not multiple, the best thing. I don't care if it was the best, most productive day you've ever had. Pat yourself on the back for one thing and one thing alone and relish it and own it. You deserve it. But immediately follow that by telling yourself two things that you can do better. I don't care how good you thought that day was. Seek them out and find them. The two moments you can improve because they are there. I don't care if it was a slam dunk. I don't care if you have to think for an hour straight to figure out what you could have done better because it's not as important as finding those moments and making those minute instances better. It's about maintaining the mindset that you must always grow. On the night you win the presidential election, I want you stopping and thinking about how you could have been kinder to the aircraft pilot and how you could have given a stiffer salute to the Marine before you got on Marine One. That's how fucking serious I am. Because that's what a champion does. Stay humble, stay focused, stay hungry, stay owning your motherfucking day. But most importantly, stay free.